Good morning, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of Transformation Radio. Ohio. Graduated from high school and just been running around the streets of Lancaster. Um, I went to the Marine Corps, got kicked out, went to college, stopped doing that, started doing drugs, and my whole life's just been ruined because of drugs and alcohol until I came to the refuge, and I found everything I've been missing here at the refuge. I found a relationship with God and Jesus Christ um, brothership and fellowship with with other men, and developed friendship that's 
that's just it's better than than regular friendships have been you know my old friendships have just been people just wanting stuff from me and worrying about the next time they're going to get high but here it's different man they there's people that actually care about me and just found found the love of the lord and and it's just it's been amazing my my experiences here at the the refuge have just been unbelievable Today, we begin a new book in the New Testament. Today, we begin reading from Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 26. We'll see that uh, 120 ordinary people hardly constitute an imposing army. But in a few days, they would make an impact that is being felt even today. The same resources God gave them are still available to us. Now Christ is the head of the church and supplies life to his body, giving dynamic and direction to his people. What he began to do and teach, the church continues as he guides and empowers through his spirit. God's power is available to God's people who want to do his will and be his witnesses. You do not have to be an apostle to have the power of the spirit in your life. We'll learn about the promise of his return. He is the Lord of history, working out His purposes in the world. The church may lose some battles, but we will win the war. And we'll learn about the power of prayer. God shares His power with us as we pray and ask Him for His help. Throughout the book of Acts, notice Luke's emphasis on prayer. The first church was a praying church. His word is still our lamp and light, and we must obey what it says. God guides His people when they're willing to follow. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. June 3rd, the New Testament, Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 26. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. During the forty days after his crucifixion, he appeared to the apostles from time to time, and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive, and he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Once, when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. John baptized with water, but in just a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So, when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, The Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see him. As they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. Men of Galilee, they said, why are you standing there staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. 
Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, a distance of half a mile. When they arrived, they went to the upstairs room of the house where they were staying. Here are the names of those who were present, Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. During this time, when about 120 believers were together in one place, Peter stood up and addressed them. Brothers, he said, the scriptures had to be fulfilled concerning Judas, who guided those who arrested Jesus. This was predicted long ago by the Holy Spirit, speaking through King David. Judas was one of us, and shared in the ministry with us. Judas had bought a field with the money he received for his treachery. Falling head first there, his body split open, spilling out all his intestines. The news of his death spread to all the people of Jerusalem, and they gave the place the Aramaic name El Kedama, which means field of blood. Peter continued, This was written in the book of Psalms, where it says, Let his home become desolate, with no one living in it. It also says, Let someone else take his position. So now we must choose a replacement for Judas from among the men who were with us the entire time we were traveling with the Lord Jesus, from the time he was baptized by John until the day he was taken from us. Whoever is chosen will join us as a witness of Jesus' resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph, called Barsabbas, also known as Justus, and Matthias. Then they all prayed, O Lord, you know every heart. Show us which of these men you have chosen as an apostle to replace Judas in this ministry, for he has deserted us and gone where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and Matthias was selected to become an apostle with the other eleven. Today we're reading Psalm 121, verses 1 through 8, where we'll see that God is your helper. The God who made the hills is the God who gives you help. He is a God of the hills and the valleys, and His help is available to all who will call upon Him. God is also your keeper. The pilgrims traveled together for fellowship and safety because the roads were dangerous. The dangers in modern society are just as great, if not greater. But God goes before you and stays awake to guide you and guard your path. He is next to you and over you, and He will take you safely to Zion. Now be sure to lift your eyes high enough so that uh, you see by faith the great God who cares for you. Psalm 121, verses 1 through 8, a song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. 
The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. Proverbs 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall.
Hi, this is Pastor Tom, and I want to welcome you to our Daring Faith Campaign devotions. Pastor Buddy Owens and I will be reading these devotions written by Pastor Rick Warren that are going to help you together to grow in faith. Our prayer is that through these devotions and through small groups and the scripture memory, all that you're doing, that God will increase your faith. So let's get into day one of our Daring Faith devotions. Let God empower your purpose. You need more than positive thinking to live a life of faith. You need the power of God. The Apostle Paul says it like this. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. That's Philippians 4, 12, and 13. In other words, you can do anything with God's help. A man came to Jesus and asked him to heal his son. He said, if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus said, if you can, everything is possible for him who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. That's in Mark 9, 22 to 25. It's one of my favorite prayers in the Bible. It is so honest. And that's what God wants from you in prayer, honesty. If you pray that prayer, I do believe, help me to overcome my unbelief. God will answer. He wants you to be strong in your faith. He wants you to overcome your unbelief. Faith means that we believe that Jesus can do what we ask and that with his help, we can do what he asks us to do too. Have you been trying to live life in your own power? If so, I guarantee you that you're getting nowhere, at least on the things that really matter in life. You can read all the motivational books in the world and still never make any progress toward your dreams. You need the supernatural help of God to live a life of faith. Surrendering your life to Jesus is the safest decision you'll ever make. It will teach you to trust God and it will stretch your faith as you see that indeed you can do everything through Christ who gives you strength. 
Let's pray together. Our Father, we pray together that these next six weeks, we would grow in faith. Pray for yourself and say, Lord, I want to grow in faith. Lord, I pray this prayer. Lord, I ask you to see my belief, but also to help me in my unbelief. I trust you to strengthen my faith because I know that you want to strengthen my faith. So I come to you right now and I trust you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. There is a candle in every soul Some brightly burning, some dark and cold There is a spirit who brings a fire Ignites a candle and makes his home
When I think of all I've seen, nothing compares to what you give. And to drink of what you bring, you quench the thirst for me to live. I am satisfied by what. Tenderness you've shown to me, and I am to that I am, and you feel.
Hello, this is Craig Sturtz, pastor, director of phase three. I've been asked to give an overview. Um, we're all, all three phases are going to get an overview of what the vision is, what we want to accomplish. So what I'm about to do is attempt that and give you an understanding of what we're looking forward to in phase three. And the understanding of what phase three is, is a place that uh, we can establish a new way of living life with Christ at the center. No longer being the old man we were, but becoming, being the new creation of Christ that we're meant to be. In phase one and two, we've come into, out of carnality, out of sin, out of the tribulations of our bad choices, and into an understanding of Christ and a Christ-like life to become disciples it's been nurtured in phase two and then when we get to phase three it's time for the rubber to meet the road it's time to go out back into the world work come back you know to the refuge with our brothers in christ and learn how to become new creations how to become disciples through trial and error we're men so it says in the word that we will fall short and we do but a righteous man gets up seven times seven, and that's what phase three is. It's a time to put this thing into practice, to go out into the world, work, sowing back into the ministry, working for God, not for the refuge, and learn how to take the training wheels off, per se, and ride this thing out to become disciples. So phase three is really the practical use of what we've been taught in phase one and phase two. Uh, it's much more than that, but simply put, that's what it is. It's a time where we can come back to a shelter, a refuge, and mend the wounds of learning how to die to the old self, how to become the new creation, and eventually become disciples for Christ, and go out into phase four, and back into whatever God's called us, and be disciples for Christ, change atmospheres, take back land. So simply put, phase three is a place to learn how to grow into the man of God that we are to become, uh, to glorify him. i
And that's going to do it for the Wednesday edition of Transformation Radio. If you'd like more information about the Refuge Ministries, you could join us on our website at menslivesChanged.org. That's menslivesChanged.org. Or if you have any questions, you can call us at 614-991-0131. Till next time, this is Transformation Radio.